Hello, hello. This is the Aesthetic Vibes podcast and I am your host, Amy. This podcast is based around relevant and completely irrelevant topics. Sometimes the deep and meaningful and other times pretty meaningless topics. There are way too many negative vibes in the universe. So let's hang out together and spread aesthetic vibes. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we are going to talk all things burnout, including how to identify burnout and some tips and tricks on how to deal with burnout as a concept. I'm going to preface with an apology. (laughs) Uh, It is raining (laughs) like crazy here in Sydney today. It is flooding down. So you might hear a little bit of a pitter-patter. I've tried my best to go into a very quiet space, but we will just have to see how we go. Uh, So with all of that being said, let's do this. So what is burnout? Burnout is a state of mental, physical, and emotional exhaustion. Burnout is a form of exhaustion that's caused by constantly being busy with stuff, whether that's tasks or activities or different priorities in your life. It's a result of excessive and prolonged emotional, physical, and mental stress. So burnout actually happens when you're feeling overwhelmed emotionally drained and you're seeing that you are unable to keep up with life's demands. Burnout reduces your productivity and it's kind of like a vampire in it sucks the energy out of you. It can leave you at times feeling quite helpless, hopeless. You start to become cynical and you might have a little bit of resentfulness as well. Eventually, you actually start to feel like you have nothing more to give. The negative effects of burnout spill over into just about every part of your life. And this will include home, work, social, absolutely every aspect. And burnout can also cause long-term changes to your body that make you vulnerable to illnesses. Studies have been completed on burnout and one in 2021 actually identified that out of 1,500 workers, over half resonated with being burnt out. So what are the signs and symptoms that you, in fact, might be burnt out? So there are physical, emotional and behavioural signs of burnout. So let's start with physical. So you might be feeling tired and drained most of the time, maybe all of the time. You might be suffering from a lowered immunity with frequent illnesses. You can have frequent headaches or muscle pain, change in appetite or sleep patterns, uh, a low sense of productivity and stomach issues. The emotional signs and symptoms of burnout are feeling a sense of failure or maybe self-doubt It's this idea of feeling helpless, 
uh, maybe trapped or defeated. It's also the feeling of being alone in the world. Coupled with a loss of motivation, you might be starting to feel highly cynical or your outlook might be completely negative. You'll see decreased satisfaction with a sense of accomplishment. You might feel emotionally exhausted and lack motivation. It's also this concept of feeling like a failure, no matter how many successes you are uh, achieving. Behavioural signs and symptoms include this withdrawing from responsibilities, isolating yourself, procrastination, you might be using food, drugs or alcohol to cope, or taking out your frustrations on others. It can be things like skipping work or coming in late and leaving early. In order to recognise burnout, we have to be aware of the signs. Causes of burnout come from generally too many responsibilities. They can be work-related causes, such as having little or no control over your work, um, a lack of recognition when you are working extremely hard, and then that level of extremely hard becomes the norm. So then to achieve even greater, you've got to work yourself even further into the ground. You might have overly demanding job expectations. Putting my hand up there, have had that before. There might be uh, a monotony or maybe unchallenging work in general, or a chaotic or high-pressure work environment. In life, it could be working too much without socialising or relaxing, a lack of close supportive relationships, just having too many responsibilities on your plate without enough help and not enough sleep. Sometimes also it's a personality trait, which is, I think, present with myself and it's these perfectionist tendencies with a pessimistic view of yourself and the world and the idea of needing to be in control all the time with a high achieving um, objective. There are in fact five stages to burnout. These include Stage one is the honeymoon phase which is where we are often engaging in something new And then we start to have this feeling of satisfaction, we're highly committed, we've got a lot of energy, and we're expressing great creativity. In stage one, you will start to see job satisfaction, you will accept more and more responsibilities, you'll have these sustained energy levels, you'll have a lot of optimism, you'll be very committed to the job at hand, you might be um, compulsively working to prove yourself, you'll have this immense amount of creativity and really high productivity levels. So at the end of the day, you're loving it, you're thriving in it. Stage two is the onset of stress. And this is where your optimistic nature mm, might be waning a little bit. You're starting to feel physically, emotionally or mentally stressed. And at this point, you can start to see your focus is going. You might become irritable. You might be losing that job satisfaction that you once had. You might be struggling to sleep. You might be struggling with your social interactions in and outside of work your productivity levels are starting to reduce, you're you're starting to feel anxious, you might not be liking decisions or decision making, you're going to start forgetting things and so forth. When we jump into stage three, this is where stress transforms into chronic stress. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) This is where um, the motivation 
is now becoming very low and the stress levels are increasing exponentially. You're going to start to feel anger or aggressive behavior, chronic exhaustion. You're going to be feeling cynical, problems at work or home. Maybe you're feeling panicked. Um, Maybe you're a feeling of out of control. You're maybe drinking a lot of coffee. Guilty. (laughs) You're missing deadlines. You're going to feel exhausted pretty much all the time and you're going to start feeling resentless along with a bunch of other stuff. Okay, stage four, we are officially feeling burnt the hell out. (laughs) We are starting to see that continuing as normal is becoming impossible. We're going to start seeing personal behavioral changes. We are going to now start seeing physical signs, things like headaches, stomach issues. You might be neglecting your personal needs. Maybe it's a sense of emptiness inside, an obsession over problems in your life. This pessimistic view now is spreading to everything self-doubt and social isolation and then stage five is habitual burnout we arrive here and then burnout becomes a way of life here we will see burnout syndrome chronic mental fatigue and physical fatigue you're going to feel quite depressed uh, and sad So as you can see, it is a process that is getting progressively worse and worse as you move through the stages. I can confidently say that I was in stage five for quite some time. I finished finished school in year 12 and then went straight into a university degree. During my degree, I actually worked part-time managing a hotel There was also a functions venue and a pub that had live music on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, It was quite a busy little location. At that time, juggling my degree and work wasn't too bad. I was working four set shifts a week that were probably about eight hours in length, mainly through the evening. So on a Friday night, I'd start at whatever time and then I'd finish up around you know 1am 2am but I was a manager there so I was actually running the venue. As I was nearing the end of my degree I decided it was time to get out of hospitality and move into something more business related so I was successful in getting a role with an insurance company in a business-based um, environment which is exactly what I needed studying a business degree. You can't progress professionally in the business world if you don't work (laughs) in a corporate environment. So I did that for a while and then my husband and I moved to Sydney and I decided it was time to look for a new job, something more interesting and more challenging. So I did that and I then decided it was time to start my master's degree. So (laughs) found a new job, charged on with my master's, finished my master's and then started my doctorate but I was also focused on working my way up the corporate ladder. Then after this, uh, promotions, (laughs) progression, finished my doctorate, then I decided, hey, let's do a law degree and let's expand the job pool for myself. Did that. The law degree burnt me out the most because it ran on trimesters and I was studying three subjects a trimester. So that was nine subjects a year. 
which a normal course load is four subjects a semester, which is eight, but that's spread across two semesters. So that's the 12 months with two semesters. And I was doing three terms or trimesters in the 12 months. So you get close to the end of the degree and you feel like, I just don't think I'm going to see this through. I don't think I'll get over the finish line because the terms run back to back. And my husband is finishing his degree um, in law at the moment and he's feeling that burnout as well because I think you get off like two weeks in between finishing your finals and then starting a new term. But over that two-week period, you're focused on getting your results. So you actually don't get to disengage at any level. You're also ordering textbooks, getting your stationery ready, logging on to the platform that the university uses to communicate with you. So it's, it's this constant without any kind of break mentally. Following this, I started teaching. Um, I started law, uh, law placement. I was moving into a new job and so on. So it was just this continual growth period for years in excess of like 15 years, right? Close to 20. I kept taking on new projects or tasks and not thinking about how am I juggling all of this. In the end, I got to the point where the smallest of tasks were completely exhausting me. And that has driven me into the state that I'm in at the moment with this, what I'm referring to as life pause. And something that's kind of having me stop and reset for the first time in my life. So many years of never stopping actually makes you physically and mentally unable to continue. The thought for me of going back to full-time office works makes me want to just go to sleep, like just go and just drop into a coma. The issue with office work in the corporate world is it's never what the contract says. You are contracted to work 38 to 40 hours a week. However, in most instances, we're working in excess of 50 hours a week. You are constantly on your technology, available at any time if needed. You have no opportunity to turn off because you might be needed for something urgent. When you're not at work, you're thinking about work. So how do you disengage? You physically can't. We need to show that we care all the time with every aspect of our lives. So it's this vicious cycle. I legitimately feel like I've worked for a hundred years and I've always been focused on what's the next success? What's my next goal? It became for me like a drug that I was heavily addicted to. I look back now and I ask myself, when did you stop and have fun? When did you stop and smell the roses? What I started to see in the last five years, it became the worst it's ever been. So I started suffering with extreme blepharitis. So for those who don't know what that is, it is basically a um, skin condition that causes your skin to be inflamed, like severely inflamed with little kind of bumps all over them. But it's also super painful and it stings. I was getting it around my eyes to the point where some days I would wake up and not be able to see. When I was doing my placement for my law degree, there were a couple of days where I actually had to ring my supervisor and say, hey, I can't physically see. So I can't log on and do the work. 
it was terrible. And I was getting it every probably week. I was taking so many medications. I was taking oral steroids, antibiotics. I was using um, eye drops, which were the same steroids, antibiotics. I had special ones, special eye drops for when things inflamed. I had a blepharitis mask. I was taking painkillers. Like it was just beyond. I also have been suffering with infertility issues. So I will go into that in a separate episode. It's it's a really heavy topic for me, so I've kind of been avoiding it. But, um, you know, infertility issues started popping up, severe headaches, um, migraines at some point. I had really bad stomach issues, really, really bad, um, similar to IBS, like super bad stomach issues all the time. So these physical manifestations were present for me. My list goes on and on and on about all the different stuff I was experiencing. I put all of this down to burnout. I became addicted to doing. I struggle so hard now with not doing. If I'm not working on something, I feel so guilty. If I decide to take a day and watch a movie or play the Nintendo Switch, which is amazing. It's such a good way to spend your time to relax. But I feel so guilty. Um, It's my birthday um, at the time of recording this. (laughs) It's tomorrow. But this episode won't go live till later next week. So I'm actually going to take the full day to do nothing on my birthday. And I'm going to take the rest of today to do nothing. So I think it's really time that we stop and we start to look at our lives and determine whether there is a slower pace we should be taking. It isn't healthy to be go, 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 go all the time. When we talk about burnout, we often confuse that with stress. So let's briefly define these two terms and how they vary from each other. So for stress, there is a an over-engagement. For burnout, it's a disengagement. For stress, your emotions are overreactive. For burnout, they're blunted. Emotions are completely blunted. For stress, it produces a sense of urgency and hyperactivity in your day-to-day. With burnout, you're feeling helpless and hopeless. Stress can lead you to a loss of energy. Burnout, however, leads you to a lack of motivation and hope. Stress leads to anxiety disorders, where burnout leads to detachment and depression. Stress is primary damage, which is physical. Burnout is primary damage that is emotional. Stress can kill you. Burnout can also kill you in a different way because you might feel like life isn't worth living. Okay, that's a lot. (laughs) So they're slightly different from each other. um, And you can see how some of the terms cross over. How do we deal with burnout? I am genuinely still waiting for that feeling of burnout to subside and for my mind to be in a good place to return back to that full-time life that I had. At this point, it's not happening (laughs) anytime soon. I feel like I could sleep for 10 years (laughs) and I've been sleeping a lot since I've been taking this pause. I've been sleeping a lot. So that says a lot. Okay, so let's be practical. Some of the things you can do is 
turning to those in your life that you're close with and expressing your feelings. I did that with my husband. You know, I kind of, we sat down and I said, look, I, I can't do this. And I explained exactly how I was feeling. So secondly, we need to make sure that we're limiting our time around negative or cynical people. When you are experiencing burnout, you are feeling that way yourself. The last thing you need is somebody else to drag you even further down. So if you are around negative people and you are feeling burnt out, it is time to step away from those people, find some new friends, stop hanging out with them and to focus on you. We can also start to visualize things differently. So we need to reframe how we see things. Sometimes with work, it is about setting those boundaries. It's about realizing that we are only there to work a certain amount of hours a week. This should not be controlling our lives. We need to really engage in the idea of balance. You don't have to be on the go all the time. And, and we shouldn't feel guilty for doing nothing, relaxing, watching a movie, playing games. We should not feel guilty about it. We also need to take time away from the things that bring us stress and focus on the things that are those relaxing elements. We need to reprioritize the things in our lives. Disengage from technology. And that's what I plan on doing this weekend. As soon as I've finished recording this podcast, I am turning my devices off. It's about being present in the moment. We forget. <laughs> We're either documenting things, preoccupied by other things. We forget to be present in the moment. Sleep. Sounds like common sense. I remember not sleeping for a long time. Sleep. People are going to say to you, oh, exercise, eat healthy, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fair. However, sometimes you need to lay down and do nothing and eat cheeseburgers and fries. And there's nothing wrong with that. Do what makes you feel good. I think also to realize that you're not alone in any of this. There are people who will support you. My husband has been really great in this sense. He's told me multiple times that, you know, take the time, don't worry about how long that is, and get into a good place to then work out what it is you want to do next. And we're in a place in our life at the moment where we can physically do that. I know for a lot of people, they can't kind of take that pause, whether it's financial, whatever the situation is. But, I, I, you know, I encourage you to, in some way, embrace this feeling of pause whether it's pausing your extracurricular activities whether it's you know negotiating less time working in the office and more working from home whatever it is um, we, we you do need to take that time to recharge and refocus the question I'm still trying to work through is how long does this feeling stick around for how long am I going to feel burnt out I will report back as soon as I get an answer to this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm feeling burnout still. Like the thought of going back to a an office job in any capacity just makes me like, fuck, <laughs> can we not? I will report back as soon as I start to feel like the pause is worth unpausing for. <laughs> Okay, so my final thoughts are recognize where this might be happening in your life and take the time that you need to reset and refocus. There is no rush to get to wherever we're going. There are no time frames. There are no set models. It's time to focus on the most important person in your life. That is you and that is your mental 
and physical well-being. This is critical for you to be a happy, productive member of society. If all else fails, <laughs> I'm going to refer to the famous words of Pitbull. And these words always bring me comfort. These words are, this is for everybody going through tough times. Believe me, been there, done that. But every day above ground is a great day. Remember that. As with every episode, we end with something lighter. As September is my birthday month, and I am refocusing my energy and efforts, these are some of the top things I'll be working on in my next year of existence. First is, I want to work on my manifestation skills. I want to learn how to manifest and actively do this in my life. Similar to that vein, I kind of want to learn about the moon and its energies. A lot of people seem to know things like, oh, the moon is moving into this particular area, which means on, you know, the 23rd of whatever month, you know, this is going to be a perfect time for you to manifest, blah, blah, blah. How do people know that? I want to know that stuff. I really want to know that stuff. I am going to reteach myself how to play piano. I used to play. I was okay at it. I want to get back to properly playing. So I'm going to do that this year. I'm going to continue to learn to cook. What I mean by that is not basic cooking. I'm talking about proper ass cooking, complex flavors, complex ingredients, like stuff that is restaurant quality. I want to do that. I went on a three month <laughs> never repeat spree where I was literally cooking something brand new every day. I want to go back to that. At the moment, we've repeated a few things. I'm getting sick of stuff again. So I want to enhance my skills and challenge myself even further. I'm going to make some new friends. <laughs> I need to remove my fears of being used or let down, keeping my guard up a little bit, but I need to entertain and give people the benefit of the doubt um, as opposed to kind of being closed off and more concerned with being let down by people. So I'm going to make some new friends. I want to go to the markets more. I love the markets, especially the Glebe markets. They're kind of like little boutiques, tiny little boutique markets. They've got food trucks. They've got dessert trucks. They do like these really amazing crepes and burgers and kebabs. And they have like a lemonade cart. It's so cool. I love, I love the Glebe markets. They've got so many amazing things that you'd never find anywhere else. So I want to go to the markets more. I know that there are other markets around Sydney. So I want to identify these other markets and make a conscious effort to visit all of them. I'm going to work on my next season of my podcast. <laughs> I am unsure with how many episodes season one is going to have, but season two is going to have a complete facelift. So things are going to be very different in season two. I need to work creatively on that, embrace the creative process and start working towards an even better podcast. If that's possible, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. It's always possible. I'm also going to have a me day every week without fail. And I'm going to disengage from technology. I'm going to do stuff that I find fun. And yeah, it's going to be a me day. This is the year of me. That's what I've decided. The year of me. 
It's been many years in the making, (laughs) but I'm glad I'm here now. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you've identified that you are in fact feeling burnt out, I do hope that you take this as your sign that you need to slow down and focus on you more. Remember, if you don't focus on you, who's going to? No one. You've got to focus on you. Join me next episode when I discuss bullies and bullying. I have a hatred of bullies, mean people, and nasty people. I uh, <laughs> I was bullied a bit, a fair bit, when I was younger. Um, I think everybody has been bullied at some point, but I want to discuss this in more detail. So join me next episode. I'm probably going to get a little ragey because uh, <laughs> bullies make me angry. They make me really angry. So join me as I unpack this topic. In the meantime, let's hang out on social media. You can hit me up at Aesthetic Vibes Pod. Drop me an email at aestheticsvibepodcast.outlook.com or drop by my website, aestheticvibespodcast.com. Until next time, uh, bye-bye.